Welcome back to the AJFFL podcast. It's been a minute since... It's been a minute. I think the last time we recorded was week two. And <laughs> it's been that long? Yeah, I think so. That's the last time we were alone together. Wink, wink, <laughs> nod, nod. And uh, so uh, a lot has changed in the past uh, two months, I guess. It's week nine now. Not for me. Keenan <laughs> Allen's still injured. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, Michael Thomas was a thriving WR1 last we spoke. <laughs> and now, and uh, now Alec Pierce has outscored him. Yeah. Maybe. He hasn't. He has. Oh, I, I had to check. <laughs> I had to check. <laughs> Before I even texted it, I had to make sure. I was going to send the devil emoji, but, you know, there was uh, royalties I had to pay for. Oh, yeah. Okay. As, as if Maurice needs more money. Right. Anyways, but, yeah, we're going to dive into a bunch of our matchups. We actually are hitting some traffic tonight. There's are we? An ETA of 54 minutes Fuck home. off. Really? Yeah, so. Oh, you know, thank I'm God not... we don't have to take home Isaac. Yeah. That That's our bit. boss, by the way. Yeah. And he's a nice guy. He's a like nice him. guy. He... he he pays uh, our bills for the most part, so. Except for when right. Mokas gets paid to make jerseys for his baseball leagues. Yeah, it's not that. It's not as lucrative as you might think it <laughs> oh, is. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it even costs me money. <laughs> All right, and uh, we already are getting some mailbag questions in. Uh, you know, I could start throwing them in at you right now because this one's directed at you. You want to start? With the, the no, we'll, we'll, we'll throw them in, mate. Like, oh, uh, liberal. Yeah, exactly. No, no, nothing about this podcast is going to be liberal. All right, yeah, go ahead. And listen, we're all registered Democrats, so... Because we live in New York, right? right? It doesn't say anything about our very private political opinions. Listen, we're not here to tell you who to vote for. Or in Jacob's case, what to vote for. <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's start with your matchup, uh... You're three and five, like a bunch of us, and it's you're, crazy how thick, how really thick the stands yeah. are so tight. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, you know I'll say this, and I'm sure you'll agree with me. Three and five is a record that makes you feel like your back is against the wall. Yeah, because the difference between four and five and three and six is, I think, uh, a valley. It's scary. But I keep telling myself that it's not as bad as. I mean, for me, it's pretty bad because. I have all my buys done, as Maurice clearly stated. I, I just don't have much confidence in the team I'm putting right, out your there. Your full-strength team is... Uh, is so, yeah. so, for me, I, I feel like I really am a back, backs against the wall. But it's not necessarily that the season's over even if you lose next week. You know? Right. So, I mean, for Mickey and for... What was at the bottom? Ezra. And Ezra... Who's also three and five, but yeah. No, but who's two? Who has two wins? Only Mickey. Only Mickey. Mickey's oh, wow. two and so six. Really, and, really. And uh, three and five is me, Fonz, and MJ, Ezra, and you. Right. So, listen. That's it. Seems. So, what if we're all three and six next week? Wow. <laughs> Do we all play? Is that like separate? Uh, I don't think any of us that'll play be, each other. Oh, be... actually, Ezra and Alphonse play oh, each other. So, oh, so Alphonse is giving Ezra the win because because he's a good friend. He's a great it's friend. His, he's his he, brother. Brother. All right, go ahead. So we could start with your matchup. We could do the liberal pod, liberal uh, whatever yeah. you want to. So this call. question actually uh, concerns you. Concerns me, or is it directed towards me? I don't know if um, I don't know if you know. Should I be saying who the questions are from? If it was DM to me. <laughs> This is from David in Boston. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll know who's asking you this question. Saf. When is the best time to text Mocas about trades? Saf. It's so obviously Saf. 
there's never a good time. It's mainly, by the way, it it has nothing to do with any of you. It's mainly because I don't want to put the brain energy towards it. And and when I do, I'm like, I just, I, I, my brain is like focused on it and I'll be really killing myself for how bad of a team. It's not so bad, my team, but like how, how really unhappy with my team that I am. Well, so that's part of why I don't. Your do father it. of three, you know, what else? What else do they want from you? I mean, they sleep yeah. sometimes, <laughs> not often. And do you sleep? But to the point where, honestly, no joke, Jacob, you made this comment in the chat today about Rashad Penny in the other ch- in, in my other league. I added him, and I'm thinking, what the hell? Like in this morning, I'm like, I didn't even look to see what his yeah. story yeah, is. Yeah, Mo Cash was like this morning. I was like proud of it for a minute. Yeah. I got I picked up Rashad Penny in my league for when he comes back from the IR. Like it was a big brain move. But the craziest part, <laughs> sorry, the craziest part about it was that there was activity on the guy this week because, like you know, the shows the yeah, dropped yeah, yeah. and added. I, I said oh, there's like 300 ads on him this week. I was like, I my said, man, okay. he has a fractured fibula. <laughs> he is not playing. <laughs> At that point, I dropped him, but uh, lo and behold, yeah. here we are. Anyways, the answer is Saf. Uh, or anonymous man. Um, it was Seth. You guess right. Yeah, I, I I don't know. When is a good time? It's never really a good time. Don't uh, text Boke. I'm very hard trades. to trade with. I'm very I'm very. At least I'm very transparent about that. I'm very hard to trade with. I also don't want to trade with you. You burnt me once, and you kept telling me the entire time that I that I'm the one to blame for your demise. Whereas my guys suck shit to you the point saved where my, Seth I saved this season yeah. to the point where. Brandon Cooks doesn't want to play because he's butthurt. He didn't get traded. Oh, shucks. Personal reason. Personal I, fucking reason. I, okay. thought, I thought for a Sorry. second that uh, he had like a, a glute injury. I thought he was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We, that's, could, that's we can talk it. about your matchup now. All right. Go ahead. Anyways. So, your team is mostly, uh, quote unquote, healthy if we're assuming that Noun really isn't part of your team right now. <laughs> uh, but you're still trotting out, I think, a pretty respectable team. We're projected 120. Yeah. Uh, the Lawrence and Carr duo has been all over the place this season. Yep. You've dropped Kenny Pickett. But what do you think the story is with uh, Carr and the Raiders right now? Because Josh Jacobs <laughs> I has grown week. into a huge part of your team. Might be the second best player on your team so right I now. I think last week was an anomaly, obviously. You saw it. You had Devontae Adams. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know where the hell, like, what happened. They just just sat down and just said, hey, we're not going to play football today. We'll watch the other team play, but we're not going to play. And, like, I, I just can't, I just have to think that's an anomaly. Now, am I sure for, that for John, our own sanity, right. that, that has to be the answer. So, so, right. So, I do think, though, like, I think Carr will get back to his mediocre you know, 16 to 17 to 18 points a game, maybe. And 18, I'll take 18 from him. Yeah. But I am curious about Josh Jacobs. I think it's clear he's the only guy there. Will they continue to use him the way that they've been using him? I don't know what their record is, but it's not good. No. It, they're like two and, two they're, and they're, six now? They're, they're two and five. Or two, two and five? Two and five because they had a bye. Right. So I think. And... Um, they're going against another two and five team, the Jaguars. So if there's a bounce back week, this is it. Exactly, and and right. So you said it perfectly. I 
I just don't know. Last week gave me a little bit of a scare that Josh Jacobs is yeah. Josh Jacobs of old. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was a down week for the offense, and that's what maybe we can just chalk yeah. it up to for our, like you said, for our own sanity. Uh, yeah. Just to touch upon a few other players on your team, um, Derrick Henry had a monster week last week. Proud of him. Uh, I think a lot of that had to do with the lack of the uh, passing game that exists when Panel's hurt. He and still might be hurt again this week, and they're uh, playing Kansas City on Sunday Night Football. Yep. That should be exciting. Primetime matchup. The, yeah. That's when the king... Uh, yeah, that's when the king is crowned. Yeah. And uh, then, lastly, Justin Jefferson. He's been kind of a disappointment, you would say, right? I would say that. He's obviously I mean, a listen, huge I need more touchdowns from him. Exactly. He's one touchdown season, only in week one. Uh, obviously, he gets crazy targets and yards, but like hasn't been the WR1 by any stretch of the imagination. Right. Like you said, the volume is there. Yeah. I'm going to try to throw to you now that I'm uh, the uh, the uh, manager of Kirk Cousins. I'm going to oh, try to funnel right. some more balls towards your way. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, I, I really, I don't really like my team name, uh, Lawrence Avenue Shul. Like, yeah. it was a cute one at the time. I was really looking for a new team name. And I looked back, and then I noticed my picture is still the, the Vikings fan from last year. Skull. And I'm like, hmm, how can I get my Vikings back? And then I saw you have... Cousins, yeah. and I said there's probably no shot I can get him from you after you just traded for him. So, anyways, I digress. That was just the person. Okay, and just to let's talk about uh, Jack's team. Uh, he has a bit of a, a bye week blues. Uh, Daniel Jones on bye, and Greg uh, Dolchich and Jerry Judy. Uh, oh, I mean, so it's not Duluth? Yeah, no, it's not. I thought it was Duluth the whole time. He's starting Tua, uh, who's playing Chicago. He's been fantastic, I think, ever since he's been back. And the Dolphins, whenever he plays, uh, every offensive player is better, even true. even Moster. And uh, but he's starting Sam Ellinger, who had six points last week. <laughs> uh, and then he has uh, the trio of Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, who may not play, and Dalvin Cook. And let, let me just ask you, what is he going to do if if Jonathan Taylor doesn't play? He will probably sub in. I mean, he only. He but can't he, sub in Deion Jackson. Well, no. Exactly. Because he's on my team. Uh, I did something right this year. Okay. But that being said, those of you that are listening, I would like to start Deion Jackson this week. So if you want to offer a trade from one, one of my running backs. Oh, now he can talk trade. Yeah, now he can talk trade. <laughs> when, when, only right now during the podcast when I can't look at my phone. Right. And then, uh, so yeah, Taylor may not play. He only has uh, Evan Ingram available that's not on by right now. And who's in his flex? Uh, Dalvin. Dalvin so he's, just he's been pretty solid. He's, he's, been, he's been up and down, Dalvin. Right. And then he has the trio of Hopkins, Godwin, and Mike Evans. <clears throat> so uh, the uh, the Rams are playing the Bucks this week. So that defense has also been all over the place. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what we're going to see from Brady and the Bucks, But I think Jack had a pretty good uh, estimation on how he views those two guys, they're going to get something they're like... eat regardless. Yeah, they're going to eat a combination... He, something. He's expecting 30 points. Uh, They'll to, eat something. Yeah, between the <laughs> two of them and a touchdown. Uh, and I think that's a rational call. I get I, I get think it's what a little he, optimistic. Yeah, but I get what he's saying. Yeah. But no matter how bad Brady's playing right now, and the touchdowns definitely Those aren't there, he's throwing 300 yards a game. Right. They're behind a lot. Um, so... I, I get what he's saying. I think it makes sense. And Hopkins has been a target machine uh, ever since he came back. Kyler has his eyes on him and him mm-hmm. alone. So, I mean, I think 
Eddie and Jack are one of the better teams in the league right now. I would at fully construct at full construction <clears throat> with Taylor hurt, not hurt, obviously, and uh, Daniel Jones. I think is a solid, solid QB mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I mean, my prediction lock of the week. Lock of the week. You lock lose. of the week. I lose lock of the week. I know it's immature, but I think it's <clears throat> looking at their team earlier today. <clears throat> looking at their team earlier today, it's just it, it. It's a strong team. You can't even deny it. Yeah. But they're at three and five also, or they're five and three, five and three. I think. Either way, very strong team, and uh, yeah. Wow, we're getting a lot of questions in the mailbag. Do you want to just do a mailbag podcast? We could. I could just jump right into the mailbag, and <coughs> then we could. How about let's do let's do a mailbag here? All right. So uh, first question is, uh, what is your take on Maurice and Aaron's argument last week? Um, I don't know if you remember what they were talking about. Please refresh my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, what was it? Shit. I can't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 it was no more. Uh, and uh, I think Aaron made the trade and with Mickey and he ripped him off. And they were like, uh, and he was trying to be like the good guy about it. And say, oh, yeah, you know, I kind of got ripped off. <laughs> right. And everyone's right. like, you're being that guy. And then Maurice right, kind of went in now. on him and said, uh, <clears throat> no, I'd like to. Uh, this is a bad segment right now. Should I skip the question? Yeah, I think maybe skip the question. Who asked that dumbass question? Seth. If, who else? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe See, we'll get... by the way, it's not about me. Seth just has too much time. <laughs> That's what I come to realize. He was the one that said that he has no time and he needs a teammate. Remember in the beginning of the season? But it seems like he has plenty of time. I would love a teammate. <laughs> teammate? Teammate. I heard Poppy's a free agent. Is he? Mm, maybe. <gasps> Hold on. Let's uh, let's uh, see the next question. Um, but do-do-do-do. Okay. Ezra Shammy asks, please talk about the lack of involvement from Eddie and MJ. I don't know who's worse. Wow. Wow, we're really cutting deep right now. So... Eddie's lack of involvement has uh, has been going on for a couple of years now, and he's right been giving excuses after excuses in person and in the chat. Oh, I'll be more involved, and yada yada yada. Listen, Eddie, no uh, no shade to you at all. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Whatever, like you're there, and it's great. We love having you here. When you talk, mm-hmm. you know you're a positive pre- presence. You know, I'm obviously going to miss the days where you were active. You know, there was a time right. before you were in the league that Eddie was the uh, head of Team Mushroom. And really? Jack was so, the busy one. So that's that's what I was just going to get to. I think it, ever since Tuna left. Mm-hmm. You think that was his foil? I think just like, all right, what does he have to talk to? I talk about it anymore. I mean, he could ask us to vote for Max Rose or something, but outside, can we yeah. vote for him? We can. I, is he running? I don't know. It depends on your district, really. Oh man. <laughs> we oh, wait, wait. We can't tell you who to vote for. I yeah, forgot. Right. Well, um, we're not. This isn't that kind of podcast. Right. Right. Um, but no. But in honesty, maybe that's what did it. You know, there's nothing to talk about anymore. Yeah. No one's dropping n bombs. No. I mean, I, I. And I'll tell you this: Eddie's step back, and then Jack's reinvolvement in the league, and. Clearly taking right. a, a, a big step forward as the team captain, and very vocal in the chat, very vocal with trades. Yes, uh, 
I've, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. So to me, seeing Jack back into his prime after I, whatever, I, you yeah. know, he he he's, uh, does some investment baking or some consultant shit. I don't know. <laughs> he was a finance major at NYU, so you know, he had one of those jobs where like he uh, had to mortgage really... his life for three years after college, and right. then he, you know, probably has a little bit more freedom now. So that is uh, that's coming to show, and he's won two straight titles ever since Eddie took a back seat. He could be on his way to a third. It's true. And listen, to me, I think the important important thing is that we don't have teams that are completely checked out. Exactly. And that, yeah, okay, partners are important and everything. Uh, uh, I think, you know, especially in this case where... Well, we're going to talk about Fonz and right, well, soon. Right, I'll segue into it. Yeah. But, but the, point, the point being that you have Eddie and you have Jack... And you said when Jack was busy, Eddie took over. When Eddie's busy, Jack's taking over. Right. Now, I don't remember a time really when Mike, MJ, was very vocal in the chat. I love the guy to death. Mike, I love you if you're listening. And, um, and, but he's not, he's not a very vocal person. No, yeah. He's more reserved. He's an elite rebounder. He's a a good rim protector too. Big, big body. But the, the, the uh, the point being, they have a guy with he has a guy with funds, and Michael gets involved if you need to make a trade. He'll exactly. reach out to you. It's not like he's completely checked out either. I so don't to segue so. exactly. into that team. Yeah. Go ahead. I think that uh, I mean I don't know intimately, but I think Michael knows what's going on with the team. He's not necessarily quote unquote running the team. Right. Uh, Alphonse is you know the PR face of the team. He is the you know all-encompassing, larger-than-life personality. Right. So sure. he is the team, but I think Michael does keep him in check. I think he helps him make the right decisions, especially on draft day. Mm-hmm. Don't go into the HOV league. <laughs> we are two people in the car. Mokesh <laughs> likes to break the rules and break the law, and I'm not interested. <laughs> but I, I think that's a fully functioning team, and I think they work cohesively. I agree. I agree. And uh, it's not like, like you said, neither of them are checked out. Like, you'll get a trade. I mean, I don't remember who told me. Maybe it was Saf. He'll get a trade offer from Michael Jamal, and he'll say, all right, Saf will accept it. Then I have to go back to Fonz, and Fonz will say no, and then that'll. Well, that's actually a great segue into our next question from Mr. Oh. Shammy. Please discuss negotiation tactics and advice when trading with Fonz. Um, so I think. Don't. <laughs> you know Fonz better than me. You go to class with him. You play softball with him. Um, you spend more intimate hours with him, and I'm sure he would say that you're his brother. We're, we've spent many an intimate hour. So, if you had one uh, piece of advice for people trading with funds, it would be absolutely don't. I just, I, I don't know. He wants what he wants, and he's going to ask you for the moon. Just, I don't know where it's going to pull. He, the thing about funds is I realized... He has this love for guys that you might not, and it's it's. Uh, I mean, has he ever? I'm talking as if I've, I've ever really discussed any trade with him. I never have. Right. But I've come to the realization that he has like a, an affinity towards people, towards certain players that you know, not everybody ma- measures up, which is fine. Most people don't. Like, I haven't traded Keaton Allen yet because I believe in him, and I also don't want to sell him on the cheap. And. Is that right? Probably not. Yeah. But this is just where I am in my life. I think if, if when I handle trades with this team, there's 
certainly one way to not go about doing it and do not send the group chat message to them too because <laughs> neither one of them takes responsibility right and they will ignore your message uh, I think uh, you know this is Saf's rule of thumb is to go for Michael first and if there's interest there uh, then, then have Michael handle Alphonse right, right. I think the opposite I think go to Fonz first he's the head of the table you know and but that, yeah, I agree with the group chat then because they've ignored me time and time again at least with Fonz, you can see if he's ready or not. He'll say something. He'll most likely say, Gotta talk to Mike. Or, I'll see. Let me look at it. <laughs> it usually goes nowhere. I'll tell you, I'll tell you they, what they, not they, to do. They, they <laughs> are last place in moves in the league and pickups and trades, obviously. Like I told you, he, the guy loves his team. And in all things, the guy put together a good team. Yeah, he did. So, uh, you know, uh, no, no knock on him. Exactly, you know... Uh, the guy may have a stuff. three and six record or three and five record. The guy dropped 170 points on my head last week. You right. know, Kamara had a had a fuck ton of points and touchdowns all of a sudden. Uh, Jalen Waddle had 30 points. Was not a good time, but that's the explosiveness of this team. Right. Well, I'll tell you one thing not to do. It's get in his face after scoring a run in the World Series. <laughs> that was not a good one. That that, that uh, it's crazy that like. God spared your life at that moment. No, Fawn spared my life. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like some cosmic thing happened. He didn't even react, which is crazy. He just automatically closed line you or something. And honestly, honestly, and I guarantee, after Fawn's, after Saf listens to us, he's gonna say, "Really, I." Those are gonna be his words. But all right, whatever. This is not important. We're already on the bridge, and we're wasting a lot of time. Yeah. So uh, this is a great question from Jack Sasson. Okay. What are some of Maurice's tells to know he's bluffing, truthful, or uh, purple devil emoji? Oh, oh! You're gonna have to answer this one. Man. I'm a, 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 a combat veteran when it comes to Maurice, <laughs> and he, uh, <clears throat> I, 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 I am probably the one of the most susceptible people to his lies in person and in chat. It's not a good time to deal with him. And when we were watching football together one time this year, he would just say shit. I'd be like, "Really?" You know, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, oh." Jamal Williams touchdown. It's like, oh, really? No. <laughs> Just throw that shit at you. And it's like, oh, you have to, like, take everything he says with a grain of salt. Even if it's something super serious, like, ah, I just broke my arm. Can you right. help pick me up and take me to the hospital? I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why does he need a ride exactly? <laughs> I I happen to agree with you. I mean, I still think he's a billionaire. Is it true? I don't know. Isn't <laughs> crypto crashing? That's what even, I thought. Does he even do crypto? His Twitter name still has an F in it. The E D. Oh, his 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 name his uh, profile that's picture over. on is, 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 yeah. is a crypto punk what? on WhatsApp still. Right. Like what are those things called again? Uh, the, you know the tokens, the N- NFTs, non fungible yeah. tokens. Right. Right. They're not fungible anymore. Okay. <laughs> they used to be fungible and they're not. What don't you understand? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 so I could be one of the worst people. Like, to, I, but like, sometimes when it's fucking glaringly obvious, you know, yeah. when he ranked Austin Eckler like outside the top ten of running backs for the first three weeks of the season. Yeah. So for me, I'm the way I read it is everything is a devil emoji. Yeah. Exactly. Everything. Just everything. Yeah. He's uh, a master negotiator. Uh, he knows exactly what he's doing. He has ill intent almost every time he speaks. So just be careful <laughs> out there, guys. <laughs> um, okay, let's read this one. Is this just going to be a mailbag episode? Yeah, 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 All right, yeah, fine. You're still going to win this week, Jack and Eddie. Yeah. Guaranteed. Um, we'll okay. do it. Oh, you know what? What? We're 
we're together tomorrow morning. If I'm not grumpy like I normally am, in the oh, morning, we'll continue. We'll continue. We'll do the we'll do the second half of the podcast. It's okay. But I want to I want to maybe send this out for the morning commute. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh, we'll that's be a part fine. two. We'll be a part two. Okay. Please, this is Ezra Sham again. Please talk about the uh, new era of analytics based on fantasy. The movement started by Jack Sasson and put into new levels by Maurice's quarterbacks. The new era of analytics, analytics. basically. Don't that, get me started on analytics. Oh, because uh, oh, fucking Yankees. Boone and Cashman, your two best friends. And we missed their interview. I mean, it sounded like it was, it was a lot of bullshit. You, you, you I look, heard you a, a couple sound bites. I, I don't know. Uh, this question is a solid question that I'm not prepared to answer. Okay. But I, I would say this. I think the uh, elite quarterback thing rings very true this season, especially because we've seen a lot of QB uh, swings and misses. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. And... Uh, the, the they used to be that like the uh, middle ground of quarterbacks was very big. Yeah, it's like they were the elite quarterbacks. The elite quarterbacks are great, mm-hmm. but you can get the uh, twenty to seventeen guys, you know, from six to fifteen. You know, it's true. That doesn't exist anymore. It's true. We have I, I we have the Josh Allen's and the Mahomes's and the Lars, but you know, after that, I would say there's ten uh, up to ten reliable quarterbacks, like Dak and Cousins. Or like the end of it, like those are my quarterbacks. I think I think last year Carr was reliable, and Lawrence uh, Lawrence type would be reliable. So I, I think I think you're right. Uh, more I look back at it, I, I think Carr's just been completely unreliable, and Lawrence also completely unreliable. And they've had their good weeks, and they're going to have their good weeks, and they're going to have their bad weeks. I do think that it's just the changing the guard. It's become that. What are they called? Konami quarterbacks? Yeah, Konami code quarterbacks. Yeah, those yeah. guys are just there where it's at these days, and you're not going to be able to get away with it. I mean, look look what happened with Matt Ryan this year. That guy used to be a shoe-in for, for 4,000 yards, uh, anywhere from 25 to 35 touchdowns. I mean, I know it was a different offense, different team, but you can't tell me that with in with going to Indianapolis, you weren't expecting the move. Yeah. So... That's what again, I when I made my trade. I mean, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame. And it this. wasn't a bad trade. But, I mean, but look, three. but your trade is basically, in, the way I look at it, is the perfect example of the shift that we're seeing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, there's so, the, the pocket passer is. Uh, it's dead. It's uh, again, it's, it's dead. Archaic if, you can't, if you can't move, yeah. if you can't move, even even Rogers can move, even though he's not having the greatest year, but like he was always able to move. Yeah, you know that was part of his game. Breeze, Brady, not really, but Brady was. I so I yeah. Know. Just in, but in, yeah, in you're conclusion, seeing seeing all those guys yeah. die off. So I think it, next season, there's something to it. The elite quarterback is going to go for a lot more in the mm-hmm. draft. Um, you're going to see a big drop off, obviously, but I think those guys will go for as much as a Jonathan Taylor would. Yeah, yeah, I think. But I still think it's very important to have an elite running back. I think those prices won't fall off. You know, having an Eckler there to give you 30 points where a lot of players on different think, teams but, won't give you that on the other side is a big deal. But I think... There's a way to construct a team to have both. Exactly. So you can... you can you Yes, you're going to have to spend up on, let's say, a, you may have to punt tight end. You're not going to get Kelsey. Big right, fucking deal. Right, but... It's like, uh, that's... that's I'd also say this. There's more of a chance for you to fall into an elite running back than an elite receiver or quarterback. Like, Maurice stumbled into Ramondi, Ramondre Stevenson and Damian right. Pierce. Oh, he made the trades and pickups and draft picks, whatever it was. 
like he didn't stumble into it by accident, but right. it was a zero uh, RB situation. He, yeah, he drafted Aaron Jones, who stank, and who's getting better now. But still, those uh, elite receivers don't really jump out of nowhere. They are usually in the second tier and they fly in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, next question: Who's more likely to win the first league? Uh, the league first. You were Mocas. Who's oh. more likely to make the playoffs this year, you or MoCast? This is a question posed by Maurice. You, This is classic Maurice. Pits yeah. against each other. It's okay. I give him a lot of credit, but you know what? I'm. You don't know me as that well. I'm the most self-deprecating person in the world. So, I know Jacob will make the playoffs this year, and I won't. You know I'm going to make the playoffs? Yes, I know. Why do you know in I'm going to make the playoffs? In, whatever, in the kishkas, you know? Oh, well, that's a... A J-Dub term. Okay. Um, Hachman will get it. Uh, <laughs> he has COVID. What? Yeah, Hachman has COVID. Rest up, pal. Well, Fushalema. Yeah. Um, but I think I'd win the league before you. You just don't have it in you. You just don't. You Every year you come close and you choke. Yeah, it's the last two years. Plus yeah. the jury's still out on me, as Maurice says. He says he's still out. I didn't get to draft my team this year. Last yeah. year was the first you, year. You're getting a lot of chances. I'm getting a lot of chances. Yeah, your, feel like, your feel, excuse book is out of a... Uh, I feel know. like a, a baby oh, bomber. Oh, a rookie last year. Oh, yeah. I didn't really draft my team. I, I didn't. You didn't? Not really. I really didn't draft my team. Yeah. I mean, I, I would Poor probably Louis. say the same thing. I, I would agree with you. Uh, but I, I think... Winning the the league is a fucking crapshoot. It you're, is one hundred percent. One hundred percent. The whole the whole thing's a crapshoot. Let's be honest. It's... You can you can put yourself in a great position to win, but at the end of the day, you can't control what the coaches are going to do. You can't control what plays they're going to call. Like, let's be honest. There's no reason why Jonathan Taylor. I mean, outside his his injury, he shouldn't be like. There's no reason why he shouldn't be getting peppered with targets and carries and touches the entire season. You saw how successful they were with it last year, and they had who at quarterback? Right. Who was it? Philip Rivers? No. Is that last year? No, it wasn't last year. No. Then who was the schmuck? I don't remember who they had. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Stupid. Uh, next. Oh, I know Wentz. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Guy. He's on the IR board. Next question. Go ahead. Uh, Saf, who gets most affected by Maurice's rankings? I'm uh, hasty to say me. But I think it's uh, uh, Alphonse. I think he gets jammed up. I don't think he like meaning like he he sees it. I don't know. Do you think he, he his, like, his I per- think you think about it way more. No, I look at it and I'm like, all right, Maurice, that's enough out of you. When he in baseball, when he ranked uh, Mike Trout like seventh best outfielder every week, when he was like the the number one ranked player when he was healthy, it was just like oh, stupid. This is dumb. Like I, I'm not I'm not like susceptible to it. There was a point, you know, where I was uh, DMing Saf on the side. I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous how he's getting away with this shit. <laughs> but it didn't affect me, like, in, a, in, like, in a game way. Like, in a, Clearly like, not. You won. Yes. Thank you. I forgot. Um, yeah, but you- Alphonse's uh, reaction to the rankings, uh, week in, week out, are very, yeah. very volatile. And, like, he gets very upset. He, like, throws F-curses around. I don't. I, the thing is, talks he's about that, Ocean Parkway. Yeah, he's not going to do anything about it. That's the thing, right? That's yeah. I mean, you're not either. But, but like, the question is, like, who? That's what I'm saying. Like, Fonz will just, you know, play his part in the chat. Like, you, I really think would get jammed up and start texting like Saf. Who does he mean? Like you said in baseball, but yeah, 
I don't know. It's a, it's a toss-up, but probably Fonz, maybe. Fonz is more vocal as far as I see. Yeah, for sure. I think I think I think people get. I think Jack Sesson also gets affected by it because he does have a lot of commentary on it, and he like he asks people, "Oh, well, please explain why Mike Evans is below uh, uh, Tyler Lockett in this regard, or something like that." You know, and he like asks it very genuinely, and he's he's really curious to see what Maurice's answer is, and Maurice's answer is like. Well, shut the fuck up! Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> who, who, who should be Maurice's kryptonite? Like, I think it's so. This is this is, I think, a good topic. But I think Jack Sasson is. I his think kryptonite. I think so too. I think it's the underrated best rivalry of the season because they've been at each other. You know, not like uh, viciously like this Aaron and Maurice argument that was right. uh, something that I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Where Aaron said, hey, calm down, we're past it. And Maurice is like, no, we're not past it. But I forgot what they were talking about. Right. Um, <laughs> Jack, because Jack is like, you know, getting getting back at Maurice with like sound logic. Yeah, like, and, like, I think that's And like is. spreadsheets and like Maurice isn't uh, always prepared to like actually uh, respond to someone with like rationality like in, the, in their like thoughts and like. Well, because nobody ever does. Everybody just gets angry at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they're not, and they're not going to like, like. Based on what, what, what? Based on what, Jacob? Why are you angry that he ranked? Uh, who I don't know. Like a guy, Eckler, fifth under, right, right. under Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I just think it's fucking disrespectful. Right. So <laughs> that's it. That's it. And that's where Sasson will come in and he'll give reasons why. And he comes. Maurice in. is wrong, and, and Maurice will have no answer. It's like a return ace. It's like yeah. It's typed out with such kindness and thoughtfulness, too. It's just, like, it's not, like, Maurice's cup of tea at all. It's not the response that he wants, either. Right. He wants you to get incensed. Um, So, So, yeah, that's a good question. Here's another uh, very interesting question. Um, Please discuss Poppy's contract status. This is from Maurice. (laughs) I don't know. We just discussed it. He may be a free agent. Maurice Maurice may franchise tag him. Maurice has had multiple times that he is a free agent. I can almost... Uh, that I, who's a free agent? Poppy. Okay. So more... Like, like this is the last year... Everything he owns, right? right. So, like, this is the last year on his contract as of what we know right now. You know, between you and me, I don't think uh, Poppy is going to listen to this podcast. I think he's <laughs> the last person in the chat that would listen to the podcast. Uh, and I'm not one to talk shit about him. He's an amazing man. I love him. But he's not here anymore. You know, he's yeah. married. He's a father, right? Yes. He's a father. Babe! Babe, <laughs> babe, so, I lost. <laughs> All right, go ahead. He's not. His head isn't in the game anymore, and I don't see uh, a reason why Maurice uh, would want to keep him around because he's not giving him the energy. Right. And I think Maurice is willing to uh, to dump him off. But it's, I've heard him try to throw him in trees to Seth. Wow. Like here, all right, throw an Ayuk and I'll throw in Poppy. <laughs> But I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But, but I don't know where Poppy he lands. went through the entire process of, like, it was the decision. Yeah. Like, but at that point, it's like it's a lot so much change. fanfare. A lot and it's like in two years. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, it was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. It was pre a lot of things. His marriage, his baby. So we'll see. Uh, this is a Poppy league, though. I don't ever want him to leave. His I don't presence think he at the ever draft. will. Yeah. I think he's. He's going to be involved in some regard. I wish he was a little bit more vocal because I've never gotten to experience that. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. The, 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 uh, the uh, poppy flavor. You're missing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Uh, another question from Saf. Discuss, of course. Discuss 
Mickey, we want your real thoughts. <laughs> What's to say? I love Mickey. Yeah, Mickey's a great guy. Uh, Mickey's a great presence in the league and in the chat. He's a great friend. Uh, but I think they want us to talk about his uh, his uh, his poor play in fantasy over the last, at least you know, for two years. Right. Uh, he's heading down to a, a worst-to-worst path. The only two players that had a worse to worst, and Maurice said in, in the Jets at league he's in last place. Yes, also, that's so. bad. Yeah, I think I think he did that's poorly. bad because yeah. that's like a serious like investment gone. So wrong. I think uh, I think also he was in last place <laughs> uh, last season too in Jets. Oh really? Yeah, Jesus, Mickey. And um, I don't know. You know, he 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 made a very 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 bad trade for Lamar Jackson. Uh, I that was see like that I just don't get. It's like I'd rather lose with Lamar, you know, or bide my time and find a better option. Right. Who did he get? He got Rogers, Rogers, that's and Olave, and then Olave, and Michael and then Carter. Carter, Michael Carter, who's not even on his, he's not even starting Carter this week. Nope. I'm looking at his lineup now. Back to looking at actual who's he teams. playing? He's playing. Um, I mean, he needs to win this week. He, he needs to win every week. He's I playing, mean, yeah, but this he's playing Saf, uh, a team that's on the way up, right? And. Um, but he actually has an opportunity because Staff has crazy buys, but right, he has uh, Rodgers, uh, Mahomes, and his receivers are Olaf, who's been... No, but up. you have to assume he's going to get a serious, serious... I think, by the way, I think, I think he's overrated. Olaf's a back-end QB... Uh, WR2. Yeah, like... Mid to back-end But, like, WR2. everybody's playing it up that this guy is always the next second coming. Okay, so maybe he's the best wide rec- rookie wide receiver in the class. Maybe. I don't know, but is that saying much? Who's next best? Garrett Wilson, who's been... Right. Uh, he's right. been shown flashes. I think they're going to be good, but, like... I don't know. Yeah, to me, then, to me, like, the the, the the hype train is is gone off the rails. I mean, uh, the, the second he traded for Adam Thielen, like, his team wasn't going to go in the right direction. Thielen for Pierce, who's an RB1, and... Right. Uh, not Alec Pierce, but... No, not Alec. Damian Pierce. And, uh, what's his name? Uh, Christian Kirk, who's fallen off a cliff. Right. Fine, with Lawrence's play. But uh, he still would be but starting. If Lawrence, on, but Lawrence he ever been found the way. Kirk is going to exactly. be that guy, and so it's like Kirk would start on Mickey's team every day of the week too. Right. Um, and he starts Tyler Boyd, who's like going to be okay, I think. Uh, wild chases out. Right. But and, that's a wild chase. And, and, thing, and then like there's Dylan and Algier, and you know obviously the Brees whole thing mm-hmm. matters, but you know it doesn't. I wouldn't make that panic trade. And Mickey's a veteran like. A real veteran in fantasy, just like I don't, I don't see why he did that, and I don't think he's bad at fantasy either, because in baseball, he's still got something going. Well, I know I just want to see if it was recorded. Is it? I hope so. <gasps> it must. Have oh, what is it? Is that oh. <laughs> very bad? Okay, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You're right. I, I just don't see the reason to panic, and I mean, he didn't go ahead and panic trade. Mahomes slash Kelsey, but slash. he had some nice offers for Mahomes. There was a McCaffrey trade in the works. Like I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's bad at it. Truth, I think uh, you know because he's shown in baseball he works well with Saf. They had good teams there. Uh, obviously, they they came up short in big ways in in the the lead eight uh, playoffs both right. seasons. But I, I think Mickey still has it. He you know he drafted a solidish team. And he got hit with bad luck in a very bad way, but yeah, his his team management has been very very poor. Putting fifty seven dollars on on James Robinson is absolutely absurd for a team that needs uh, uh, 
you know, to work off free agency to be successful, that is one of the worst uh, trades that you. I mean, pickups like the, you know he's, yeah. you know, you know that it's going to be a situation with him and and Michael Carter. Like. But especially this late in the season, like anytime you go for that, like I, I get it in week one through five, spending that type of money on a guy who you think is really going to fall into a, a huge role. But you know, anytime a team guy switches teams, it never runs smoothly. Yeah, it takes a couple of feet time to get your feet, a little bit of time to get your feet wet. Uh, I, it was more of a a, a block to anybody else that was going to pick up James Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Because then he'd just be stuck with Mike. But Carter. here we are. He almost at that point, he we almost conceded how bad his trade was. Yeah, well, here we are. We know neither one of them are playing on his on his roster. Right. Romeo Dobbs is starting before them, and AJ right. Dillon, who hasn't had a good game all season. Right. Um, but I, I don't. But Mickey, we love you. I don't That's think. The most I also, I don't want Mickey to be discouraged either. That he shouldn't be in the league anymore. I don't think he'll ever drop He's out. Not going to drop out. I don't think so. But I don't want him to be feeling like, oh wow, I suck at this. Because I don't think he does. Uh, I don't what has been discussed in closed circles is maybe Mickey really should team up with Saf, and we should make that pairing happen because it's something Saf wants. It's something that Mickey probably wants too. Okay, and then you have an open team for who? So that's the next question, which is kind of indirect. What? There's a podcast. That's a a, a, a mailbag question. A mailbag question is wow. Uh, a segue mailbag question. That's yeah, no, I'm in. Well, Maurice asked, please potential, uh, please discuss potential Fonz replacements for next wow. year. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. Well, well, Fonz isn't going anywhere. You know, Fonz has proven to be like a solid fantasy player, at least regular season wise. And a good friend. He's been he's been around for four, four seasons. Four, yeah, good friend. And he's been around four seasons. Missed the playoffs only once. four seasons. Really? Yeah, since uh, four full season, 2018, 2019, 2020, 21. This is 22. Mm-hmm. This is his fifth season. Wow. Missed the playoffs once. Uh, was the one seed last year. He's built good teams, him and Michael. I gotta give him credit. But if there were be were to be a situation where we had an open roster spot, I've always said I don't know if I mean it, but I've always said Tuna should be the first call. Uh, I mean, listen, I have no say one way. Or, I mean, I have no opinion one way or the other. Just experience. Tuna. Wise, I happened. I have familiarity with listen, the league. I happen to have no issue with Tuna myself. Now, do I think what? The stuff he's done in the past is questionable morale, uh, morally. Yeah, probably. He's a psycho. Yeah, but and, at the same token, and, and he's done bad things. And you know, we're not happy. With, even, I'm saying, even when he was in the league, he was a yeah. pretty toxic player. Yeah. Having chats and but you get angry. I think he adds to the fabric and the flavor of the league. I, I agree. think. I think you need that type. Like Maurice is great. Yeah, but I need a guy who's gonna get really angry at Maurice's rankings. Not just you, yeah, but like you know, like really like see the and, and immature about and it. Immature. Do you exactly. know about the revenge rankings? Yes, the revenge rankings are, are iconic. Yes, so like that's the kind of stuff that Tuna offers. There's a lot of it's a, if we make a pros cons list, there'd be a lot of cons. All right. but, but okay, so but the, hey. the pros are something that are like, it's like immaterial almost, you know. Right. Uh, and I, but here I, we are. We're about to. I'm about to drop Jacob off. But I think. I think if if right, you're saying uh, tuna. I can't really give an opinion on it. I don't know who else would fit the mold. There's another like guy Ray that's been trying to be in the league. Ray Day. Yeah, he's been I was going to say Ray Day is probably another guy that probably wants to be in the league. A lot. I, and I, I would have no qualms with him in, in the league either. Nor would I. Yeah, he also has some of that psycho quality that Tuna has. <laughs> he de- he definitely does. 
Um, and like he's there's a lot of familiarity with league members. He knows everyone. He's very good friends with Jack Sasson and, yeah. and Aaron and uh, and Saf. And you know, I'm being very welcome to having him around. So no vetoes on my end here. I'm, I'm very open to adding more players. Um, he's a great guy. And if Mickey and Saf want to team up next year, I think power to you for sure. Why not? Right? Yeah. yeah. For sure. Listen, I I think any any person that we be we'd get to fill that tenth team void would one be very heavily vetted because yes. I think it's a big it's important to, to be able to fit the the mold well really well and at the same time it's very important um, you know that they're gonna be um, you know active so I think yeah. I think I think I trust I trust the uh, powers of be to make the last time we made a decision now and then it turned out so bad huh yeah. well <laughs> the jury's still out, right? All right. I can come up with an excuse why it is. Thanks, guys, for listening. If you are, I hope you are. And uh, 44 minutes later. Not bad. Got pretty quickly. You That's, said 54. Yeah, but, but we, we started, started late. A, yeah. yeah. Anyways, good podcast, I think. Good podcast. And it ran the entire time, so awesome. Nice. See, see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Good night, guys. <laughs>